This is News Talk 980 CKNW. It's time to check in with Rick Forchuk. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. And this seems like a good film if there are dads with little kids uh, to go see Cars 3 today. Yeah, grandparents, uncles, aunts, the whole thing. Cars 3. Uh, you know, Jill, ever since the first animated Pixar film in this series in 2006, we've seen the evolution of Lightning McQueen, the fast and ferocious race car, from newbie trying to be a winner to holder of the Piston Cup to the older, slightly less edgy version in this new movie. Now, McQueen, voiced again by Owen Wilson, is finding that he doesn't quite have the old get-up-and-go. It seems to have gotten up and gone. The things that he did to be a major contender and major winner in the auto racing circuit seem to be failing him now, and there's a new winner in town in the person of Jackson Storm, voiced by, voiced by Army Hammer, who's younger, stronger, and has a lot of nifty new racing ideas that ultimately leave McQueen at the roadside. Now, for the kids watching the story, it runs in a straight line, and they totally get it. Adults, on the other hand, may see it at a much deeper level, understanding how working a lifetime in a business may not matter when the owners introduce bright new talent. Poor McQueen, just like the middle-aged workers in many fields who are squeezed out by younger and seemingly smarter new entrants, he ends up losing and he has no choice but to go back home, back to Radiator Springs from whence he came in the first movie. Three things happen. First, he's welcome back as if he's never been gone, thanks to such old friends as Mater the Tow Truck, voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. And second, there are some old friends still around, along with a new friend, Cruz Ramirez, voiced by Cristela Alonso. And the biggest surprise of all, Jill, comes from the wise old Hudson Hornet, voiced by the late Paul Newman, who imparts some remarkable wisdom. Now, the Newman voice is the real thing. It was culled from bits and pieces of dialogue saved from the cutting room floor. Cars 3 is a deep, meaningful movie for most adults and a fabulous fun ride for kids. You can't go wrong with this one. It's a G-rated one, suitable for all family members, and it works at many levels, Jill. All right, sounds great. Uh, All eyes on me. Yep, this one's not for everybody, and eyes is spelt uh, in an interesting fashion. It's E-Y-E-Z, and uh, that's the title of uh, uh, Tupac Shakur's last album before he died. Uh, He was raised by a mother who was a former Black Panther, and that fact alone might excuse some of the excesses of this rapper and ex-con, Tupac Shakur. At age 25, he was shot and killed on the street in Las Vegas after having attended a Mike Tyson title fight. There's no question that rookie actor Demetrius Ship Jr. captures the raw ferocity of Tupac as he puts his enormous talent out there, as well as dealing with his major legal problems and fighting the streets. Now, for those who don't like rap or who don't recall what it was like in 1996 when Shakur was gunned down, most of this just won't matter. As a biographical movie, though, it tells a brutal tale of one man on a collision course with what seems to be an inevitable destiny. That's a very strong story, even though we know the outcome in advance. Uh, the rating here, Jill, is 18A, not for everybody, but uh, for rap fans, uh, it's a good biopic. All right. And The Book of Henry. Yeah, the script for this film, which is written by Greg Hurwitz, uh, he did the TV series V, among other things, is 20 years old. And unfortunately, Jill, it really shows. Uh, wherever it's been for those two decades, uh, perhaps it should have just stayed there. Uh, this stars Naomi Watts as a single mom uh, with a pair of very special, although she doesn't know it, young sons. Uh, where they're pushed and pulled along in a story that at times seems E.T.-like, at other times like The Goonies, and yet at other times like an Agatha Christie murder mystery, but with kids. Now, the performance by Jacob Tromley of Vancouver as the younger brother to Henry is every bit as good as his performance was as the young boy in Room, but the script, unfortunately, lets him down. 
Uh, Henry, played by Jaden Lieberhardt, is the older brother. He's a genius, even outsmarting his brain surgeon. And in the style of 80s movies and television, where the kids are brilliant and the adults are stupid at best and evil at worst, we see the boys set out to save the day, no matter what the cost. Could have been an okay film, perhaps, but it's lost its way, Jill. Uh, the rating on this one, 14A, that's The Book of Henry. All right. Uh, what about Rough Night? Did it lose its way? I don't think it lost its way. It knows exactly what it's doing. In the States, it's R-rated. It's 14A here, but it's an R-rated, female-driven comedy. It understands exactly what it is. It's a comedy written and directed by a woman, Luciana Anello. It stars women, Scarlett Johansson, Jillian Bell, Zoe Kravitz, and a scene-stealing performance by Kate McKinnon. The story has a fast setup. At the bachelorette party of Johansson's character, Jess, the male stripper hired to make the evening memorable turns up dead. What happened? Is he murdered? Who's responsible? In the caper, which is reminiscent of Weekend at Bernie's, we move from raunchy situation to raunchy situation, which is for its target audience of youngish women, a very funny and uh, very naughty movie. Uh, Not being a youngish woman, this one was more embarrassing than funny for me, but uh, for the target audience, it works well. It's a 14A rating. That's Rough Night. All right, let's uh, move on and take a look at the streaming services. What's happening on Netflix? Yeah, as we said last week, uh, Jill, more and more of these Netflix productions are originals. And War Machine, uh, which is a current movie, brand new, is exactly that. It's a Netflix original, and it's all about Brad Pitt. He's the star. His company, Plan B Productions, produced it. And it spins a barely-veiled tale of an American general, Stanley McChrystal, sent to Afghanistan to bring the war there to an end, and he finds himself under fire instead. Now, Pitt secured the rights to the nonfiction book on which this story is based. He made a few changes, likely to prevent lawsuits, and he plays the lead character, General Glenn McMahon. But make no mistake, this is McChrystal, sent by Obama to Afghanistan. The supporting cast includes Anthony Michael Hall and Topher Grace. It plays out as something of a satire on government and on the fake news business, uh, but it's a very, very chilling sort of story, because I think particularly today what's happening in the U.S. with politics, it really tells a tale. The rating is 14A. That's War Machine with Brad Pitt. Mm. We also have Crossing Point from 2016. Yep, this is from last year. It didn't show up in any of our theaters. Uh, it's a thriller, though. It stars new talent Sean Locke, who also co-wrote the script. And uh, he's one half of a Mexican couple on vacation. Now, this is an old sort of plot line. His girlfriend suddenly disappears. He learns that she's been kidnapped by a drug cartel who wants him to smuggle a large amount of cocaine out of the country in order to buy her freedom. Although, as I said, the plot is fairly standard, the performance of Locke, who becomes a surprisingly strong protagonist, is worth seeing if you like a good action-adventure movie with lots of tension. Uh, Tom Sizemore also stars. The rating is 14A. That's Crossing Point. It's on Netflix. And we have Brian Cranston on uh, Crave TV. Yes, a movie called All the Way. Uh, He, uh, from Breaking Bad, is just excellent here, if not just a little scary, in this portrayal of LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, who was sworn in as president of the U.S. in November of 1963 after John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas, Texas. Although the film touches on a number of Johnson's eccentricities, um, this really has a main thrust uh, of the work that he did to pass the Civil Rights Bill, giving African Americans the same rights as all other Americans. Anthony Mackie is very credible as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and Oscar winner Melissa Leo is right on the money as Lady Bird Johnson. It is a very well-made film, and it hits a number of issues, hard and to the point. A 14A rating, it's called All the Way, that's on Crave TV. And we'll take a quick look at uh, old-fashioned TV.
Yeah, season 12 of this series is back. It's called What Would You Do? And I quite like it. It's from ABC News, and we watch hidden camera dramatizations of situations where things happen that are not appropriate, and we look at the behavior of the real people around them, and then we ask the title question, what would you do? For example, Jill, if you're in a store and you see a little boy steal a pack of candy, what would you do? Do you tell on him? Do you tell a store manager? Do you take the boy aside? What would you do? That's on ABC tonight. It is a fun show because I find, too, walking around when I see things that look a bit off, I sometimes wonder if that show is filming. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. So now, what would we do? <laughs> if It's what would we do? We just don't know. Yeah, but it's a good show. I like it. Exactly. It's an interesting one. All right, Rick, thank you so much. We will check in with you again next week. Thank you, Joe. That is Rick Forchuk. He joins us every Sunday morning, letting us know what's happening in theaters as well as the small screen. And uh, I am looking forward to checking out Cars 3. I love the Cars movies. And uh, I must say, even though I'm an adult, the Cars exhibit at California Adventure, one of my favorite things, one of the biggest draws to going to Disneyland. It is fantastic. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.